This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. such a solid, godly man. He was not only serving faithfully, but he was sharing. He was teaching. He'd go into the synagogue and uh, probably kind of like going into his home church. He went into his synagogue. He's sharing uh, from the, the scriptures from the Old Testament that he had come to the understanding and the belief that the Messiah had come. And they couldn't really argue with him. The book of Acts tells us that they couldn't dispute it. The wisdom with which he shared, they couldn't really argue against it. But more importantly, I think, the spirit in which he shared it. Today, Pastor Robert will be encouraging us to be bold in our faith and to preach the gospel even in the face of persecution. Stephen was filled with the Holy Spirit and he spoke the word of God with power. Stephen's persecutors couldn't dispute the wisdom that he shared because of the spirit that he spoke with. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. We've been looking uh, most recently at the book of, of Acts, and we saw with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, thousands of people came to the understanding that Jesus from Nazareth was the Messiah they'd been waiting for. These were all Jewish people. They're in Jerusalem. As these Jewish believers began sharing and meeting together and talking to other people, and and, the Lord was moving, and the church just grew exponentially over a, a period of several months. And with a church of thousands there in the city of Jerusalem, of course, needs began to come to the forefront, and uh, the believers began responding to those needs. The apostles began, you know, realize, wow, we've got a bunch of widows here that are not able to really care for themselves and provide for themselves, and, and you know, we need to make sure that, that their needs are met. And so they began, the church just began bringing resources to the apostles and, you know, bringing um, proceeds from the sale of property and these kinds of things, and, and they were doing a distribution to uh, provide for the helpless, the widows, the orphans, and this kind of thing. And there was one group from the uh, Greek culture, and, and you really you had kind of two, I don't want to say factions, but you did have two separate groups within that church in Jerusalem. You had those who were you know, more Hebrew in their culture, again, all Jewish, but then you had those that had assimilated more into the Greek culture. And so you know, they were somewhat separated, you know, culturally, even their language maybe to some extent. And, and they were saying, hey, we're not getting treated the same way. We're not being treated fairly. When the food is being distributed to the widows, the Hebrew widows are, are, are you know, they're being treated a little better than we are. You know, we're not getting our, our fair share. And, and the apostles looked at that and said, okay, we have an issue here, but 
it's really not um, the wisest thing. It's not the appropriate thing for the 12 of us who've been entrusted with leadership responsibility and, and you know, the duty to study and pray and teach. It's not best for us to set that aside now to go and make sure that everybody gets the same amount of, of groceries. So what we need you to do, they said to the thousands you know, who, who made up the church in, in Jerusalem, we need you to look among you and identify solid men, men who are, are they're men of integrity, men of good reputation, they're honest, they're full of the Holy Spirit, they're full of wisdom, and then you recommend them to us. We need seven men. You bring them to us and we'll appoint them to deal with this, and we'll just continue to, you know, to, to give ourselves to the study of the Word and prayer and that, that kind of thing. So that worked, they did that, and we met those seven men. Now, five of them we really don't hear too much more about. Two of them, Stephen and Philip, continue to come up. And in our studies over the last couple of weeks, we saw Stephen, just such a solid, godly man. He was not only serving faithfully, but he was sharing. He was teaching. He'd go into the synagogue and probably kind of like going into his home church. He went into his synagogue. He's sharing from the, the scriptures from the Old Testament that he had come to the understanding and the belief that the Messiah had come. And they couldn't really argue with him. The book of Acts tells us that they couldn't dispute it. The wisdom with which he shared they couldn't really argue against it. But more importantly, I think, the spirit in which he shared it, they couldn't refute that either. As Peter tells us, we need to be ready to give an account, make a defense, give an account for the hope that we have. We need to be able to defend our faith, but we need to do that with gentleness and respect. And apparently Stephen was doing that, and they, they couldn't really come against him with truth, and so they hired a bunch of liars to come and, and present false testimony, and they made false accusations and ended up stoning him to death, and uh, bad, bad situation. But that ended up actually causing the church to scatter, and we talked last week about how God, you know, later he's going to confront Saul, who was one of the leaders of the Pharisees, who was instrumental in this persecution of, of Stephen and, and the persecution of the early church. And he tells Saul, you know, it's hard for you when you kick against the goads. And, and we talked about the fact that it was interesting that God used Stephen to goad Saul toward Christ. And we'll talk more about that over the coming weeks. But then he also used Saul to goad the church into going into all the world like he had told them they would. And so the church begins to scatter, and the gospel begins to be preached elsewhere. And as a part of that, Philip ends up launching out. And, and we'll see that. Philip, the servant of the Lord, the, you know, the, one of the first deacons there serving the widows and so forth, and, and picking it up at verse 3 of chapter 8, we're told, as for Saul... He made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. But there was a certain man called Simon who previously practiced sorcery in the city and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great, to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And they heeded him because he had astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. 
But when they believed Philip, as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. Now, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money saying, Give me this power also, that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, Your money perish with you, because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of this your wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you're poisoned by bitterness and bound, in other words, you're still in chains, by iniquity. Then Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me that none of these things which you've spoken may come upon me. So when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. Now give me your attention. Let's back up and talk about this a little bit. Because there are a couple of things happening that I think it's good for us to look at. One, imagine, you know, the Samaritans were outcasts. And we've talked about that. They they were considered half-breeds. They were They were... They considered themselves to be Jewish, but the Jewish people didn't consider them Jewish because a couple of centuries, I don't know exactly how long, prior to this, the Assyrians had come in, conquered Samaria, which was, a, it was considered a region, but then there was also a walled city. There was actually a city there to the north of Jerusalem. So when the Assyrians had come in and conquered them, they carried off most of the people into exile, and then some of them stayed to repopulate the area. So they were like taken over. You with me? So you had weak, you, the weak people, the ones that they didn't carry away, whatever, that ended up intermarrying, you know, I don't know, maybe they were enslaved and didn't have any choice. But the, the, the result of it was that the Samaritans were considered half-breeds, Jewish and Assyrian. Their practices maybe were somewhat polluted, and, and you know they were not allowed to come into Jerusalem worship at the temple. They were just looked down on. They were set aside. And at one point, if you remember, Jesus actually went there. And he met a woman by a well, and he confronted her gently, lovingly. But he, he said, you know, bring your husband. And, and he's talking to her about water and about thirst and about the fact that, that the way she's seeking to have her needs met, it's not going to work, that he can quench the thirst that she has. And so he says, bring your husband. Oh, I don't have a husband. Oh, that's right. You don't have a husband. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you joined us today for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com, and like our Facebook page. Keep up to date on everything happening in Main Thing Radio and receive a dose of encouragement right on your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We are blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts, but just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven, 
This book shares insights, research from the Bible itself, that give us a picture of what heaven will be like and may challenge some of what you previously believed about our eternal home. This gift is yours as our way of saying thank you for your donation to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.